I'm Tisha Bader, and in the news, the devastating wildfires in Hawaii that have left tragedy in their wake on the island of Maui. A death toll of at least 99 people at the time of the taping of this program, with many more unaccounted for, in what is said to be the deadliest U.S. wildfire in more than a century. The historic town of Lahaina nearly decimated. Hawaii Governor Josh Green telling CNN it is a tragedy beyond tragedies. Well, Rabbi Mendy Krasniansky leads the Chabad House in Maui, along with his wife, Mushka, and has been helping to provide food and shelter since the wildfires began. And we are so honored and grateful to have him join us now from Maui. Mendy, thank you so very much for taking the time. I know it is a very, very difficult time right now. Uh, thank you so much for having me here today. And uh to give some exposure to the tragedy that is going on here on Maui. As you mentioned, it's truly horrific. Uh, the They're saying now it's the, right, the, the greatest wildfire tragedies in, in the history of the U.S. And just, uh, first off, I just want to say our, our hearts are heavy and, um, and our condolences to all those who've lost um, life. And thank God everyone we know from the Jewish community has been accounted for, but nonetheless, our thoughts and prayers go out to those who have lost life. And we echo that absolutely. All of us at JBS send you and the people of Maui our deepest condolences for what is just an indescribable tragedy. And we are thinking of you and holding you all in our hearts. If you can just give us an idea of what is happening on the ground now, can you give us a sense of what's going on? Um, so starting, you know, last week, Tuesday is when the fires began. So initially, uh, the phone lines were down, the power lines were down, you know, until word was getting out, there was a bit of, uh, there was a lot of confusion. Initially it was, you know, trying to assist those who, um, managed to get away or away from their homes or their hotels or whatnot, um, putting them into getting them housing just in the short term. Our phones were ringing nonstop off the hook because, like I said, there was no um, access. So loved ones from all over the world were trying to reach their friends and family in that were in the impacted areas. Um, whoever we heard from as news began to trickle out, we would, you know, then go report to those who reached out to us. Um, this was last week, so, you know, still everyone's walking around in a daze, in a fog. Thank God the community, the Jewish community, the greater community has pulled together in incredible ways. And there's been tremendous amounts of, of relief and uh, um, essential items being sent in and, mm-hmm. and you know, all the um, just basic care that needs to be done immediately for these people who have lost their businesses, their homes, you know, ran with the, just the shirts on their back, quite literally. Um, and now it's uh, slowly beginning to shift to more, you know, getting people in, in more, well, temporary, but more permanent housing just for the moment, um, to continue to provide support and counseling and to be there um, for for everyone who, with all their needs, um, setting up a fund, Chabad set up a fund to assist those who are impacted to um, just, uh, you know, assist where we can. The people have been sending clothes and goods to uh, items to to Chabad to distribute. And as we stand now, it's, you know, slowly beginning to shift into the more of the long-term, 
the long road of recovery. What are you, what are you hearing? What are you seeing from people that are coming into the Chabad house? Uh, as you said, I'm sure they're, they're still in a state of shock. It is a traumatic event. This is going to be something that will take quite a long time to process. What are some of the things you're hearing from people? Uh, shock, disbelief, pain, you know, um, as I mentioned, thank God, um, everyone in the Jewish community that we know is accounted for, but people's lives where there, you know, many know people who have um, been impacted or who have unfortunately lost their lives and speaking with first responders who are on the scene and just lots of devastation and an incredible amount of pain. You know, we, Mendy, where are you located as vis-a-vis the, the impacted area? How far is the Chabad house from there? Chabad of Maui is located in Kihei, which is about uh, 15 miles from Lahaina. Um, there were multiple forest fires. Um, obviously, the most impacted region was the Lahaina area, but the uh, there were fires in the Chabad area as well. The Chabad was under an evacuation order for um, for a brief amount of time. Um, I personally was actually off island visiting family by a pre pre scheduled trip when this happened. So we had volunteers standing by to grab the sacred tours and run. You know, I came back as soon as I can to be here on the ground with uh, our community. How many people are you seeing come in the door? I know you said your phones are ringing nonstop. I can only imagine, but you're providing food, you're providing shelter. What are the the amounts of people that you're kind of taking so in? Or we have been more trying to um, get people into more, uh, you know, uh, comfortable lodging uh, places where they could stay. We've had had some of the impacted people. In the beginning it was just for you know either the night until they were able to get off island. Or some people over Shabbat. We had a family. I came to visit and they were going to make a bar mitzvah and their plans were impacted, obviously. So we host, put them all up here and they did the bar mitzvah over Shabbat. Um, but really just getting people into, into, you know, coordinating with the community. Very, um, I must mention, we were very touched and moved and strengthened and heartened people around the world, reaching out, Jew and non-Jew, um, to assist, to offer a home, a second home, places where people could stay who've been impacted so really just, it's a very uh, beautiful to see. Yeah. And sadly, when we see tragedy like this, we often see, you know, the worst of what can happen to people, but you also get to see the best of humanity come out. And uh, thanks for sharing that with us. Tell me a little bit about how long you've been there in Maui and your connection to um, the place. And I was reading that you're the first Kama'aina Rabbi? Tell me what that means. I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly. So uh, the Lubavitcher Rebbe sent my parents to Oahu, Honolulu in 1987 to open up Chabad of Hawaii. So wow. I've been born in Hawaii. So I claim to be the first local born Hawaiian rabbi in the history. Um, in 2018, my wife and I and our three-month-old daughter moved to Maui to open Chabad of Maui. Reopened there was a Chabad prior and they left. <laughs> to reopen Chabad of Maui um, to further their Rebbe's vision that you know all Jews should have a place to connect with their heritage and a place to call home. And we've been here for the past five and a half years working towards that end. And um, 
you know, one of the uh, events that we do is on Hanukkah, we have a, a tiki torch menorah that uh, larger than life tiki torch menorah that we would take everywhere. And uh, one of the places that we do it on was in Front Street, Lahaina, the main drag. And we put up our menorah and, you know, there's tens of Jews, sometimes hundreds of Jews walking by and they're working there. They just come out and dance on the streets. And it was really one of the highlights of the year. And it's hard to fathom that that whole neighborhood no longer exists. And it's Lahaina is said to be so rich in history, such um long and ancient history, which of course, as a Jewish people, we can relate to having a place that is so vitally important to a community um, nearly destroyed. What are your thoughts and feelings about that? Um, to reiterate, obviously, first and foremost is the loss of life, which is incredibly tragic. And you know, as every day comes out, the numbers are climbing, unfortunately. And we pray to God that um, they shouldn't climb any higher. It's tragic enough. 99 or whatever the latest numbers are horrific but as you mentioned the neighborhood of Lahaina was the oldest district in Hawaii and full of uh, heritage and life and just being there was a very vibrant place uh, you know Front Street as I mentioned was one of the main locales where tourists and locals would come and shops and, and many um, Jewish friends that had business owners there on that main street and uh, it's just the community at large is, is you know struggling with this idea that it no longer exists, literally, the, as everyone has seen the imagery, the, the neighborhood of Lahaina is, is no longer. How are you coping just on a personal level? I know as leading a Chabad house, you know, unfortunately, there there have been tragedies in the past involving Chabad. Um, and, you know, still I can't um, imagine being faced with this kind of reality from one day to the next, suddenly there's a brand new reality, which as you said, is absolutely horrific and tragic. How are you and your family doing and, and coping with this? And you have children, as you mentioned. So as I mentioned, um, thank God my wife and children are at home with um, their family, my in-laws. So they're, you know, a bit removed from this situation, but uh, very heavy hearts, very difficult. Um, but there's also the sense that this is King David says in Psalms that God places man exactly where he's meant to be, guides the footsteps of man. So we're here and this is the situation at hand and this is the task that needs to be accomplished today. This is what we need to do to be there for our community members, the greater community at large, and to uh, do what we can. So we don't know why these things happen, but we pray to God for strength and fortitude to be able to put one step foot in front of the other and uh, just be helpful where we can be, um, be that, you know, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, however, however we best can um, provide assistance and relief. As well, if I may say, we are beginning the Jewish month of El um, at the end of this week. And El is the month of mercy. That's taught in the good books that the month of El represents the month of mercy. So we pray for the Almighty God for his mercy and strength to, you know, to for the fortitude in the moment and for the long road of rebuilding that lays ahead. Yeah. And you noted that your your Hawaii is your home. Um, what would you like us to know about the people of Hawaii and uh just what you've experienced over your life being there and being a part of this greater community? So 
just geographically, Hawaii is the most isolated places on Earth. You know, we're just a couple rocks in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, just a speck in the ocean. So there's always this sense of aloha, as they call it here, and the solidarity and the camaraderie. And as you mentioned, unfortunately, in these dark times is when we get to see the people coming together and the Jewish community, the efforts of all the um, Jewish community members and the different organizations, as well as the greater community has just been the outpouring of love has been uh, beautiful to see. And as well as I mentioned, the greater Jewish community world over reaching out from all over to try to assist, be it send, send articles of clothes, send items to be distributed. Um, to contribute to the relief effort funds, wh whatever it's been, just to to call and show support Jews that we've uh, met maybe once before, Jews that we've never met, but literally from across the globe, nonstop have been reaching out, which is really incredible and provides much uh, strength and is heartening. Absolutely. And of course, that help will continue to be needed for quite a long time. What do you want people to know? What is the the, what do you really need on the ground? What's most essential and most important to you right now? So um, thank God in the immediate aftermath, there's been a tremendous outpouring of people sending, you know, physical items and necessary, you know, basic water and, and all the um, things that needed in the immediate aftermath. Uh, Chabad has set up a fund to assist those um, who've been impacted. And there's just, you know, people are, are really just beginning to, as the ashes settle, just look around and um, see where to to start their lives again. You know, just no homes, no nothing, no businesses. Um, so it's 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 a lot. I can't imagine, and um, I, I want to let you go because I know you have people who need you and things that need your attention, and you're doing such critically important work, and we we truly and greatly appreciate it. Um, what would you like to leave us with, Mendy, before um, before I let you go? Um, first of all, as I mentioned, you know, there's no words for the tragedy. People have lost their lives, and those, thank God, who were spared, but lost, you know, every all their material possessions. Our hearts and prayers go out to them um, as well. Very much appreciative and touched by Mika Amplesprol, who is like our people, our nation, people from around the world, reaching out to assist from the greater communities. As well as um, in 1957, when there was a terrorist attack in Farhabad, Israel, the community reached out to the Lubavitcher Rebbe to ask for solace and comfort. And he responded briefly that in rebuilding is where you will find the solace. So there's a long road ahead for Maui. And um, you know, it's different than what, definitely a whole new trajectory than what we're accustomed to sunny, you know, vacationing Maui. But we pray to God to give us the strength and as we enter into this new year um, to be there for one another and to uh, be able to persevere and continue. And with much appreciation, as I mentioned, to all who helped and contributed and reached out and the care and concern is really something that we uh, take stock in. Well, we send you all of our support and again, our, our deepest condolences to the people of Hawaii on this horrific tragedy and send you support and love and strength to continue on and slowly rebuild. And um, thank you for everything that you're doing and sending you our very best from here. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. And uh, please, God, may uh, 
only good things here and out for Maui and the people that have impacted. Thank you so much and have a uh, great rest of your day. Thank you so much. Rabbi Mendy Krasniansky is director of the Chabad House in Maui. We thank him so much for taking the time in this very, very difficult time that he is going through with the people of Maui, of Hawaii. And we thank, as always, our director, Sloan Copeland, to our transmissions manager, John McDevitt, technical manager, Michael Paley, producer, Carol Lilienthal, and thank you for watching In the News. <laughs>